Broadcasting from another dimension, deep within the Ghost Shrimp National Forest, recording by the brook, sending you secrets from the future directly into your motherfucking mind. <laughs> That's right, everybody. Here we are outside. Spring is here, and so am I. Springing up by the brook, you know what I'm saying, for an exclusive outdoor edition of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast, episode 36. 36, that's insane. Woo, wow, looks like I'm still blowing out the channels out here outside. I am the loudest thing in this forest. But the noise of the brook is going to be my guest on the podcast today. Listen to that. The birds in the trees, the snakes in the holes in the ground that lead to hollow earth. <laughs> I know some motherfucking aliens are watching me right now in the forest, some fucking invisible Bigfoot, you know what I'm saying? While I was gone, there was a, there was a storm. My wife told me that they were scared. It was the worst storm that we've seen in seven years in Vermont, and it blew over a shit ton of trees. It blew over, I can see one tree right now that it blew over, and I know of several. But I am very suspicious. I think that there might be something more sinister going on here. I think... And I'm going to investigate. Okay? I'm going to get to the bottom of what happened here. And I'm just going to say... I'm just going to say... Let me say it like this. Perhaps the government or aliens had something to do with this. I'm gone and all of a sudden, boom... I'm always here. Then I'm gone, and then boom, 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 boom. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Pretty suspicious. So we're going to be doing a little investigating. I'm going to be walking around and assessing, maybe with my associate Wolf Bandit, what could have possibly done the destruction to our beloved Ghost National Forest like this. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm very suspicious. I'm very suspicious. Are you listening right now, government? World, Hollow Earth, NASA, Flat Earth Government, we're on to you. We know what is happening here, and we're going to expose it. Oh, 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 you bet we are. All right, I got my juicy cup of coffee with me today by the brook. Mmm, delicioso. Uh, <laughs> that's loud to put it down. I'm put it down on my sketchbook here. 
Um, what are, what what are we even doing here? I'm high as fuck. I'm high as a motherfucker out here. I got some backup with me. I got some back. I got my vapes on deck. You know what I'm saying? I got my pipe. I got Grandpa's old fucking pipe puffing out here. And uh, let's see. I was gone because I was in Boston at the office party for Black Math Animation Studios, as listeners to the podcast will remember. And uh, speaking of listeners of the podcast, my number one man, Shambe Wright, who you may recognize from the shoutouts, the Patreon shoutouts on this very podcast. Uh, he rode a bus from Brooklyn to Boston to hit up this open house. You know what I'm saying? Came, heard me give my talk. I killed a little one-hour talk, busting out the story, you know what I'm saying? My, my little life story from episode 10 of the podcast, Breaking My Feet, all that juicy shit, you know what I'm saying? I had to speed it up a little bit. You know, the the party was going, and then I they, they called me up there to do a little talk, so... You know, I wanted to keep it moving. I wanted to keep it hype. I didn't go into every detail of the story. I gave the broad strokes. You know what I'm saying? We stroked it out broadly. We painted a picture. You know what I'm saying? And uh, got the folks hyped up. I think we rocked it. Like, I think I went up there and, and got everyone in that audience hyped up, which is my goal. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many people were there, like maybe 50 or 75. I have no, I, I, do, I can't tell how old anybody is and I can't tell how many people are in a place. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have no idea. 60 people, I don't know. 70 people, I don't know. 68 people, I honestly don't know. Okay, so you, your guess is as good as mine. There could have been a thousand people there and they all could have been over 50 years old and I wouldn't have been able to give you any of that information. Okay. But my man Sean Bay Wright was there. I know that because he fucking came through, showed up in a fucking jumpsuit, okay? Showed up in a jumpsuit. This dude walks in. I'm like, yo, check out this guy in the jumpsuit. Said that to my little brother who was also there, you know? Shout out to Mama Geddon, Ghost Scout Mama Geddon, who was also there, okay? Shout out to the homie Jacob Witzling who showed up a little bit later, World famous cabin builder and high school friend of mine. You know what I'm saying? He's coming on the podcast. He's definitely, he's definitely coming on the podcast. Motherfuckers down in here. Right now I'm in the VIP zone. This is what we call the VIP zone in the Goshrim National Forest. And uh, it's fucking beautiful down here. I'm going to be here all year. I'm going to be here for the rest of my fucking life, bitches. Oh, and it feels so good to be out here right now. Let me tell you, the wind is wrapping my body. It's covering my body in this warm blanket that's just breezing through me. Breezing through my soul, motherfucking bitch. Sisses, bitches, bitches. Bitches and dicks. Um, so... Shambay shows up. His his jumpsuit says at Shambay embroidered over the breast. Okay, this dude is a fucking professional. 
And uh, he just kicked it, man. He kicked it till late. We were there till like fucking midnight. Okay, we closed this joint out. Um, most people had left by then. Shambay was gone, but he rocked it, man. We hung out. We got to know each other a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He told me that his dad is suspicious of the secret society of Ghost Scouts, which he should be because it's a secret society and we have secrets in our society. You know what I'm saying? But Sean Bay is thinking of applying. The deadline is June 1st, if anybody was wondering. Um, but uh, we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about some shit on this podcast. I got some juicy shit to talk about on this podcast. You know what I'm saying? I got some. It's springtime right now. I'm down by the brook. I was thinking about some spooky springtime stories that have to do with brooks. So we're going to get into that. I'm going to tell you a couple spooky old stories about springtime because you may think Halloween is spooky. You may think that being in the being it being out in the winter in the woods where everything is dead silent except for the aliens that are watching you take a shit. You know what I'm saying? If you think that's spooky, let me tell you about these stories about the spookiness in the springtime. You know what I'm saying? Um, we got two new Patreon supporters to shout out first, though. Uh, we got my man. Oh, no, they're both $1 pledges. They're both $1 pledges. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? Y'all want some shout outs? Jump up. Jump up to get up to get down. You got to step up to get your rep up on that shit. But, you know what I'm saying? It's always appreciated, okay? Uh, shout out to all the $1 contributors. That's what we get every time someone contributes at a $1 level. Every $1 supporter gets shout out in that blanket podcast. You are much appreciated. Or in that blanket shout out. What am I even fucking talking about here? Is this podcast just starting or is it over? Wake me up when this podcast is over, all right? Uh, all right. Right now, we are at the time where I kick it over to my man, A Wall One. Springtime has sprung around the homestead. One of the coolest things, one of my favorite things about living in the forest is that springtime comes and you get outside and I'm ripping all the prickers out. You know what I'm saying? The prickers are starting to grow around the edges of our little hilltop here. So I'm getting in, doing some spring yard work, you know what I'm saying? But my yard is the forest. My yard has a brook in it. My, my yard has cascading little waterfalls and a bathing pool, you know what I'm saying? That's what my fucking... My yard has a family dump in it, you know what I'm saying? Where we put all the broken toys that we need to get to the dump, to the real dump right now. You know, we're out here doing yard work. We're going to do, for Mother's Day, 
if the weather permits, we're going to be building a picnic table for the yard. We're going to be planting a couple new apple trees. One of my favorite things to do is to plant new trees. And another thing we do is that you can go out in the woods and you can find a nice small tree and you can dig it up. You got to try to get as much of the roots as possible but then you can bring it into into I bring it over to our little hilltop and I'm pre, you know when we when we so, <laughs> oh man I always interrupt myself I not only do I interrupt people on this podcast I interrupt myself on this podcast let me finish that thought I bring little trees out of the woods and then you can plant them in on our hilltop you know what I'm saying how dope is that how dope is that you get to landscape the area that you want you could i can move trees anywhere around in the woods you know what i'm saying i mean you got to pay attention to is this area too wet or some shit you know some things like it wet some things like it dry you know you like to dry hump or you like to wet hump you know you gotta ask my man charlie pull out about that okay future guest of the podcast my man charlie pull out from mystery mountain you know what I'm saying? He's got the stories. He's got some juicy old stories. He was there for my whole first cabin saga. You know? What was that? Y'all hear that? They're they're listening. They're out there. Oh my god, I saw this movie. Let me tell you about this movie I saw. I saw this movie called Fuck, what was it called? The Ritual. Okay, on Netflix. If you like a spooky movie about the woods, The Ritual is a juicy one. I think I heard them promoting it on last podcast on the left. I think that's what made me think of it. Um, and I watched it, and it was spooky, and it was creative. You know, it, it got some new shit in there. It had some super ill imagery. It wasn't just your typical spooky woods movie like... I watched um, that other one that everybody's talking about. Uh, don't don't breathe or what the fuck is the one with that guy from the office in it? Uh, a quiet place, right? A quiet place. That's what it's called. That shit to me was cliche as fuck. There was nothing new in there. Boring, boring aliens, boring story, boring characters. Boo! You know what I'm saying? Boo! Boo! But go see the ritual. You know what I'm saying? It starts out hot and it only gets hotter. It starts out and you're like, what the fuck is this movie I'm even watching? I was like, oh my God, is this movie going to be too much for me? But then it goes deep and it gets psychological. It gets metaphysical, okay? Shit gets spooky. So if you like a good spooky woods, because you know living in the woods is spooky. You know what I'm saying? And what I was going to say, what I was trying to interrupt myself saying was, oh, I hope that wind isn't too much for it. Is that is that way too windy? Is this going to sound like a bad phone call? Here, we'll do a little test. We'll switch it now. Okay, right there I just switched it to zone in just to the front so we'll see how that does we'll do this little experiment on this episode oh shit that wind is ripping if anything's too loud that may help i don't know we'll see this is a little experimente okay um that probably just made my vocals way more crazy and annoying though i apologize for how annoying and loud my voice is you know what i'm saying 
I try to tell people this podcast is for hardcore podcast listeners. You know what I'm saying? If you love this podcast, you're a fucking hardcore podcast listener. You know, if you're like a casual, I, heard, I listen to Serial, yo, you're not going to be able to handle this shit. This is the deep nuts cuts. You know what I'm saying? This is the deepest of the dives. To get into the Gosham and Friends podcast, this is where you go for the fucking deep, repetitive podcast analysis the, the the deep dives of the podcast you know but what i was gonna say is that my whole hilltop was scraggly dense spruces when we got here where you couldn't even pitch a tent anywhere on the hilltop that i live in now it's a clear hilltop you know we we left the trees that were that were in good shape and stuff but it was this super dense forest of spruces where it was so dense all the lower branches except for just the crowns just the very tip of the tree just the tip of the tree had uh you know sprouts or whatever the little pine needles the spruce needles on them you know so you know they're not they're they're kind of they're real bony trees. You know, it looked like a boneyard. It really looked like a boneyard on top. You know, once you got in there, and uh, obviously we we're gonna build the house there. So we came through, and basically the first year of Ghost Scout training camp was clearing off this hilltop and burning all the brush. You know, it was like a raging inferno, and uh, it was amazing. Uh, but yeah, so we're bringing trees out of the woods and planting them replanting them because you know we're in a cleared hilltop i want to get back in the forest you know of course we live in the forest this if you came here and you thought you weren't in the forest you would only be me i'm the only person who lives in the middle of the fucking woods in the middle of nowhere and thinks i'm not enough in the forest just because there aren't trees looming over my house you know what i'm saying i want to be in that forest because that's where the spooky supernatural real shit is y'all you know come if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you don't know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the woods, the supernatural, inspirational connection that you feel when you get in the woods, you need to get out in the woods more. You know, you need to holler at me. You need to apply to Ghost Scout training camp. You need to go to your nearest national park. You need to go to your nearest state park. You know, state parks are dope as fuck. You know, everybody loves the national parks. I love the national parks. You got to get into the state parks, too. We got state parks here. We got, like, fucking 70 state parks or something in fucking Vermont, you know? Oh, I think we might be getting a delivery. If we hear the dogs going bananas, there might be some furniture being delivered. We're getting a table and some new chairs or some shit. I can't tell with these headphones on. I thought I heard the dogs bark. This is like the full-blown stoned ADHD mind frame. All right, but here we go. This is where we this is where we're getting real here. You know what I'm saying? I talked about all the other shit that I need to talk about. You know, moving trees, the springtime, replanting this old hilltop. That's what we've been doing around the homestead. Y'all seen what I've been drawing, especially the behind the foreskin peeps, you know, uh getting deep on that shit, getting deep behind the foreskin. Um, when I was a kid growing up in Western Massachusetts, in elementary school, you know, you go over to your friends' houses after school, you ride the bus. Let me, let me, let me paint this picture for you. You know, you ride the bus to your friend's house after school. And I had this homie named Jed. 
okay? Jed. Back in the day, growing up. And Jed, Jed knew a lot of things. Jed was the first person that told me what a blowjob was. He told me a blowjob could be one of two things. He told me a blowjob could be if you took the pubic hair from a human, from a girl in this case, and and somehow split it lengthwise down the middle into two hairs, you know? I guess you'd need a super sharp samurai blade or some shit to do that, to split a hair down lengthwise, you know? He said that was a blowjob. He also said that if you similarly took that sword and split your dick lengthwise down the middle, okay? Kind of like you'd maybe cut a sausage or some shit. Uh, that also could be a blowjob, okay? So Jed knew a lot of stuff. Jed knew his stuff. Jed knew his stuff. That's what I'm trying to communicate to you. He told me that in the lunchroom one day, and I was like, holy shit. You know, there's times in your life where you get some new information, you know, and all of a sudden your life is never the same. It changes the way you think about life. You know, that was one of those moments for me. And of course, I went along to have many blowjobs in my life, and I loved them all. You know, I still love a good, a good blowjob. You know, it's nothing like a good blowjob. You know, girls, remember that. And guys, remember, blowjobs go both ways, okay? Blowjobs, you can blow the shit out of a girl. You can perform that job on a girl, okay? Some guys aren't into that. You know, I'm not into the butthole, okay? I'm not into the butthole area. I don't think I've ever tossed anybody's salad. I had my salad tossed one time, and I almost threw up. It's so gross to me. Uh, but you got to get, you got to, you got to go, you get, you want the blowjob, they want the blowjob. You know what I'm saying? It goes both ways. You know, you got to. You got to get down there. You got to go. Just go down there and go. Do a little turkey call down there. You know, I like to get down there and do a little turkey call. And like, you know. Um, so, one day, I go over to Jed's house on the bus. It's the springtime. You know, there's just been a big fucking rainstorm. And uh, the rivers are ripping. You know, I have a lot of memories of just the rivers ripping. You know, we spent a lot, of, a lot of time growing up in the woods. You know, you love brooks. You know, my kids love this brook. I'm right by the brook right now, as you know. My kids love to... We, were, we cooked out last night, okay? We had sausages last night. This is all tying together. I was cutting sausages up last night. Right here, some chicken apple sausages. You know what I'm saying? I was giving those sausages blowjobs. I was fucking slicing them right down the middle. And the kids are down here playing in the brook. And we used to do the same shit. We used to we used to find the brooks in the woods, the rivers. In this case, there was a big river. Jed lived in like a more of like what from what I remember. You know, you never know what your memories really like because you're always just remembering memories. And this is something I've, I can never forget. So you know, I've thought about it so many times, and. Jed lived in a more wooded, suburban type of area. He wasn't in, like, the the rural, you know, the rural, rural. He was in, like, a suburban rural, from what I remember. 
But we were out there, you know, going in the woods, going out of his neighborhood, back into the woods. And um, we're walking down and we're following this fucking this this river and there's branches down you know the probably 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 you know just like here where this alleged storm took place there's there's some there's branches down and shit it's getting washed down the rain washes things down washes things into the brook you know there's leaves in there um you know the and 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 where the river goes under the road you know, there's big culverts. There's these giant culverts, you know. Um, and me and Jed are walking. Just I don't even remember what we would have been talking about. Maybe blowjobs, you know. And and we're walking down and, and we're coming up on this culvert. And a lot of times you get down if, if the brook's not too deep or too ripping, you know. I think this time maybe it would have been, I can't remember how ripping it was actually, but we didn't get in. We didn't get into the brook. We didn't get into the brook at this point. We're just walking along the bank of the brook, and there are sometimes there's like foam that will gather. It's like a lather. You know the river. The river's ripping. The river's thrashing. You know the river is fucking. It's the rain. The storm's thrashing down. The river's getting ripping and sipping. The river's sipping down the banks of this old fucking through the woods here. And uh, it worked up a lather, you know. I think it was maybe calming down a little bit at this point, but there was some lather, you know, like when you get worked up. When I get worked up, I work up a little, maybe a little lather in the corner of your mouth. You know, your dad gets mad at you when you're a kid and he's fucking foaming at the mouth a little bit on the side, a little bit of lather going, or like that weird old first grade teacher you had who was so old that she was like, almost like when you cook a chicken and sometimes it'll have that white like like residue left on it like that her around her mouth is like that you know what i'm saying she was working up a lather for for a week and didn't bathe and didn't know about it that old woman in in school your old bus driver and fucking she was all lathered up and it dried on her face like some old chicken around the edges of this 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 underpass this fucking not an underpass erase that the culvert this big old culvert under this fucking under this bridge in the woods, some 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 lather had worked up around it. Some foam had worked up around it. There's a patch of foam, you know, kind of undulating there in a little nook. You know, probably some rocks around this brook in the woods. Um, and uh, there's this foam that's gathered, you know, kind of in the little pocket by the by the bridge there. And. I'm looking at it and something's looking weird in there. Something's just not looking quite right in there, you know? And and maybe this is what I mean when I say that when you're in the woods, anything can happen. You might see anything. You might find anything there, you know? And maybe this is why I say that. It's experiences that I've had in my life like this, you know? And I'm looking at this undulating kind of pool of foam on the edge of this river and I'm like yo Jed what the fuck is that what there's something in there and he's like oh what is that and we're looking and just before we had left Jed's mom was like keep an eye out for the dog because the dog had been missing 
during the storm. And I was like, yo, your fucking dog is in that foam, dude. Okay, we were like nine maybe. And we're looking at it. And he's like, holy shit, you're right. And we're looking at it. And we're fucking staring at it. Two fucking kids playing out in the woods. And we just found his dog dead in the river. In this pool of foam. And it was one of the weirdest, spookiest things I've ever seen in my life. Because you could barely tell what it was. But then when you realized what it was, you could see what it was. And it was this fucking, in my memory... It was like a golden retriever. So it was like a rug fucking floating there and mixed in with the foam. Shit was spooky as fuck. You know, and then we must have run back to his house and told his mom. And then I don't remember if we went then and got the dog. If we, if we led her back to it, we probably did, you know. That was a fucking, that's one of the spookiest things that's ever happened. I told my spooky ghost story. This one was even, well, it's just, it's weirder in a different way. Because it is supernatural when you come across a dead animal. The larger the animal it is, the more you feel it. You know, I've come across dead deer. You know, I've obviously hunted deer and killed deer. I've been in a car that hit a deer and then watched it die with its brains oozing out of its nose. And this was before I ever hunted and I was much more sensitive about it. And I was so upset. I was like crying. It was so sad. It ran right out and fucking hit the car like right in front of my face. Like right on the point where the windshield meets the passenger window. I'm in the passenger seat driving through New Hampshire in the night on the highway. A girlfriend of mine is driving and fucking this deer just runs out of the woods, runs down the hill. I see it happening. and I'm like, oh shit. And we can't stop him. Boom. It's head hits that metal piece. And fucking we get out. We, we stop. We get out. It's fucking, it's pink mash, brain mash, and all that shit's just coming out of its nose. That's a fucking spooky story, too. That's a fucking spooky story, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's reminding me of another, another spooky story. Did I tell the story about getting knocked out? I don't remember. This is a little bonus. I still got another, a, a real fucking spooker that could even be super, that could even have really, we got enough, we got the best ones coming. The best one's coming. But one time I was over, if I've heard this, if you've heard this before, I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I'm super sorry. I was over, I think of the kid's name was Tony Matusco. I'll tell this quick, you know what I'm saying? But I think if, it, if that's his name, I was over my friend Tony's house and he had a fucking water bed, okay? He had a fucking water bed, which when you're a kid and which, you know, my, my brain is the same as it was then, I still want a water bed, okay? And I'm going to fucking get one someday, so shut the fuck up. Um, and he had this, he he lived out in the woods, you know, as we all did. And he had like a doghouse with a dog run over it. You know, a dog run is like a big wire that goes from a tree behind the doghouse to another tree. Like my dogs live outside all year round and they both have this setup where it's a tree where it's a dog an insulated doghouse and then they have a hundred foot cable that runs from tree to tree and then they have a little tie out that runs off of that on a pulley right 
And so the dogs can just, you know, move around and run free, you know, run free on this, in this area, on this tether, you know. And I got my dog, two dogs, they run, they, they, their runs meet in the middle so they can sort of hang out in the middle and not get tangled up, you know. Once in a while they do. And his dog wasn't on the it wasn't on his setup. His rig, he wasn't set up right now. I don't know where his fucking dog was. Maybe it was dead. Maybe it fucking got washed down the fucking river with Jed's dog. Jesus Christ, wouldn't that have been a tragedy? Maybe that dog never even was found. Okay. Rest in peace, Jed's dog. Rest in peace. That was probably so traumatic for Jed. Think about Jed in that situation. My God, I was shocked as shit. Imagine fucking Jed. With his freckled face. You know what I'm saying? Jed had freckles. You know, he looked like that kind of little chubby freckled kid in an 80s movie with a striped shirt on. Jed was devastated. So we're on top of Tony's dog's house. And we're using this thing like a zip line. This fucking dog run. And... I fucking get on it and I rip it. I'm just th- I'm just ripping over this thing, just shredding the rail, fucking. And for some reason, I lose my grip and I fucking let go and just I could just see the ground coming up to my face, bam, and then black. And then I fucking wake up in my memory, laying on their kitchen table. You know what I'm saying? With his parents looking over me and all that, I fucking knocked myself out probably why I'm so damn fucking brain damaged and fucking that's why I'm probably such a fuck up god damn it you know what I'm saying this 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 very dangerous childhood behavior this thrill-seeking childhood behavior and they were so freaked out Jed's parents were this is probably a spooky ass moment for no this isn't Jed's parents Tony's parents me and Tony used to punch each other in the face on the schoolyard all the time and get bloody noses. We used to give each other bloody nose all the time. We were two, two rowdy kids. His parents must have thought I might be dead or paralyzed. His parents must have been so fucking spooked out that, that something bad happened to me like I'd be a cripple. Like I'd be crippled up like Stephen Hawking talking in a straw for the rest of my life. But just a dumb Stephen Hawking, imagine that. How sad would that be if I'm a crippled up I'm talking through a straw, crippled up like Zelda from fucking, from Pet Cemetery, driving around in the wheelchair. And we all know I spent my time in the wheel, uh, three months in the wheelchair when I broke my feet. You know what I'm saying? I'm driving around with a straw in my mouth, but I'm, but I'm just a fuck up. Nobody even ever knows about me. Whew, that's a sad story. They're out there. You know what I'm saying? That's when you really got to bring the enthusiasm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the fucking cripples in the wheelchairs with the straws. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean cripple in a demeaning way. I mean it in a descriptive way. Okay? Shout out. Big shout out to all the fucking handicapped individuals out there. I've had a taste. You know, I know the struggle is real. And that's where you find the real power. You know what I'm saying? That's where I became my most powerful was when I was fucking crippled. You know, when they told me I might be a cripple, I might never walk again. That's where I got all my power from, you know. So that's where I harnessed that superpower, you know. So shout outs. This is your time to shine, man. This is your time. This is your time to fucking go. Now I only have to focus on my real destiny. I don't have any distractions anymore. You know, that's the, that's how that's how I looked at it. You know, but they were probably real spooked out. 
they offered me half of his toys. They were like, take this, take anything you want. Tony was like, oh, okay. And I took some toys, but then my parents made me give them back. My parents would never sue anybody or anything, you know. So, not people. You don't sue people. Come on. Don't do that. You don't just sue people for being, for just accidents. You know, you can't do that. That's just too crazy. That makes for bad communities, you know. Suspicious. But, uh, all right, so... The other, let's see, this, this, this spooky story, a couple, let's take it back, a couple, a couple springs ago, this might be one of Wolfie's spookiest moments, you know, because this was spooky for me, this might have been the equivalent of finding Jed's fucking dead dog in the river, you know, for, for my son, for my son Wolfie, this would have been maybe two years ago, maybe he was four, and we have a little brook ripping through our property here, thrashing all, thrashing its, you know, quietly thrashing its way through the VIP zone right now. And it goes down, there's wraps around boulders, it's fucking so beautiful. This whole landscape is all adventurous terrain, hilly landscape, you know, in through the forest, ideal, idyllic. You can't even imagine how beautiful it is, you know. And then it goes down a set of cascading rocks and boulders and crannies, you know, granny crannies, old granny's butt cracks, and 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 terminates in a little, not terminates, but but at the edge of my property, it forms a little pool that the Ghost Scouts like to bathe in. They like to get naked down there, you know. We're doing satanic bathing rituals down there you know for all i know i mean i i'm just guessing that that's what they do you know they're down there naked bathing exposing their body to god's creation you know out here doing god's work you know what i'm saying what if doing god's work is doing the devil's work what if it's all the same you know what if it's all the same what if you met god and he's like no nah, i'm the devil that's i'm also the devil i'm also god it's the same shit you know, I'm just like everybody else. I have good, my good days and my bad days. You know, what if that, what, if, what, how, what would you do then? How would you spend the rest of your life then? Okay, let me ask you that. So it's down there in that, 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 that uh, Satan Jesus bathing pool. You know, Jesus would tell you to love Satan. If you really think about it, Jesus would say, love Satan. He wants you to love your, your enemy, right? Isn't that what a lot of Christian outfits call Satan now? The enemy? Doesn't Jesus say, love thy enemy, y'all? Come on now. Come on now. How are we going to all... We're all the same team. How about that? You know what I'm saying? How about we we just go same team? That's what I like to say. I like to say a little same team, y'all. I'm on the same team as this brook. I'm on the same team as these trees. I'm on the same team as this microphone. I'm on the same team as your team, you know? I don't even know who you are. You may be an asshole now. But, you know, we're still on the same team and, you know, everybody can be a dick or everybody can be cool as fuck, you know. And the brook then goes under the road and meets up with what is also called a brook, but to me is more of a river, you know. It's 10, 12 feet across. It has a real big waterfall, cascading waterfalls. Like if you fucking fell in there when it was ripping, you'd get fucked up. If a kid fell in there, you'd never see him again. You know, Jed's dog went down this shit, would have been a little smashed up. 
you know, this is a little bit of a different story. This isn't uh, in the in the. This isn't down in Western Mass. You know what I'm saying? Right now we're in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont. Okay, you know, maybe you've seen Game of Thrones. This is the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont. You know, you like you you watch Game of Thrones. You like that shit. That's cute. You watch Lord of the Rings. You like that shit. That's cute. You know what? I live this shit. It's my fucking life. We live in the Northeast Kingdom of Vermont. All right. Up here, we got the Brooks just thrashing down, thrashing around boulders. You know, you couldn't even go down this shit in a canoe, in a raft, you know? The indigenous peoples go down in this. They get smashed up. You got an indigenous people's burial ground at the bottom of this thing. They try to go down, and they knew they knew all about it, so they didn't do it, you know? But we're down there. We like to walk around down there. So beautiful. You know, you can fish in it. There's little fishing holes. You can fish in uh, down the down in different down in different spots. People park down on the road and mosey. They mosey on down in there. Cause it's so damn beautiful. And you get a little pull a little trout out of there, pull a little uh, brookie out of there. Maybe you have a little lunch. You got a little lunch going right there for yourself, you know? You cut that thing open, you cook it over a little fire. You got a little fucking lunch going. And this is this is in the springtime after the snow melts up here. Shit gets ripping down that old that old cascading river brook. Okay? And trees are getting smashed up and shit. There's a dead tree across the brook in this spot. It's winding around. It's a snaky old brook. Maybe we'll call it the fucking dead dead goat fucking python face fucking brook. And it's winding around like an old anaconda, you know? And... We come across this tree that's across this across this part of the brook where probably when it was ripping even harder in the middle of the night, it had been ripping right over this tree because something's wrapped around it. And I'm looking at this. This is goddamn. This even reminds me of seeing Jed's old dead fucking poor old fucking Jed's dead dead ass fucking dog it's soul all dogs go to heaven it's souls up there with satan jesus now okay when satan fell from heaven why didn't jesus help him back up you know what i'm saying that's what i'm talking about you gotta lend your brother a helping hand in his time of need okay and me and Wolfie are looking at this thing, and I'm like, what is that? And Wolfie's like, what is that? And he obviously is very spooked out. He's very scared of it. He's like, what is that? And he doesn't even want me to go near it. We're looking at it, and it's something. There's bones, and there's skin, and there's fur, and it's wrapped around the log and as I go in there and I get closer and I'm poking at it 
some of it's draped down and, and running in the water. And I'm poking at it. I'm poking at what's down in the water and I see that it's a head. And I kind of pull it up and Wolfie stands back. He doesn't like this, but he can't even take his eyes off of it. And I'm kind of laughing too because it's funny when you see a kid get scared, you know. You know, it's like if you see someone get hurt or sometimes you like laugh a little bit. It's terrible. It doesn't make sense. You see someone get scared. It's like it's funny. So I'm kind of laughing a little bit. And it's a fucking deer. Okay. It, it From what I'm guessing. Okay. It looks like a deer that somehow fucking got. Maybe it was dead already. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe it was a dead deer upstream that was, you know, trying to figure this out is a fucking mystery, okay? Sherlock Holmes would need a lot of cocaine to solve this one, Watson. You know what I'm saying? But from what I can gather, probably there was a dead deer somewhere. Maybe it had drowned earlier. And it must have been smashed up. And then it had come down and gotten... Maybe some of its bones were gone already. Maybe that was part of it. But this thing, it was like someone had taken a deer and just wrapped it like a fucking fruit roll-up. Fur, bones and everything. Ligaments, like fucking broken and, and twisted up around this log. Super strange. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my life. And then it's... Spine was gone, rib cage gone, like its limbs had the bones still, and its head. It was almost like if someone wanted to wanted to fucking gut it out and wear it around, you know, with a little bit of weight still in the, with a little bit of definition still in the extremities, but getting up in that body or something. You might have been some witchcraft, you know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know. I keep I keep thinking of fucking Theo Vaughn right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm telling a story like Theo Vaughn would tell this story right now. He's a super. If you don't know who Theo Vaughn is, he's a super funny comedian. I think he says you know. He goes on the Fighter and the Kid podcast. Shit is hilarious. He has his own podcast too. And. I go back, we go back and we get the video camera. I got video of this somewhere, but it's so weird looking that you can't even tell what you're looking at. It's truly an animal that has been wrapped around a dead tree hanging over a brook with its fucking skin dangling in, its pelt, its fur dangling in there, its head fucking bobbing and, and weaving and under the water just undulating. Like, what the fuck is that? And its limbs hanging down. Probably the single weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. So, you know, spooky, weird, mysterious, supernatural. Could aliens be involved? Yes. Could fucking a satanic, worshipping, sex cult be living on the hill across from me? Absolutely. Okay? Could they have been having sex in this skin? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. One time when I was in Burbank, 
behind Toys R Us, I found a fucking pocket pussy. You know, what does that add up to? Ask yourself, what does that mean? That sounds illegal, okay? I don't think there's supposed to be a pocket pussy in, in the fucking stairwell behind Toys R Us, okay? That's spooky. That's spooky. There's all different kinds of spooky. That's the kind of spooky stuff you find in the city, okay? I'm giving you a little taste. You can taste, when you're in the city, you get to taste... The old pocket pussy that you find in Burbank, in the stairwell. What does that taste like? I don't know. That's disgusting. Okay? I like the kind of spooky that you find out here. You might find Jed's tragically drowned dead dog. You know, now that it, now that it, now that that one, now that that, now that I'm telling that story, Maybe there was foul play there too. You know, sometimes the sometimes when when it looks like there could only be one explanation, like Jed's dog fell in during a storm into the river and couldn't get out, and maybe it's fucking maybe it got drowned, drowned, or maybe it got bashed on a rock. But what if even back then the reptilian shapeshifters were already trying to get to me, you know? Think about that. What if they're trying to get all of us? What if they're trying to mess with your mind? What if they're trying to say, you love this dog, Jed? Guess what? Now your dog's a foam, a foamy old dead dog stew in the side of the river, you know? It was a day not unlike today where we found that dog. It was a day not unlike today that we found that wrapped up old gummy deer jerky right over the hill. Oh, did you see that? A little fly landed on the microphone right as I was saying that. What does that mean? Is it a fly? Or is that one of the newfangled Google drones that NASA flat world government is manufacturing to listen and record you going to the bathroom, okay? Let me tell you right now. You think your bathroom pipes, they go to the sewer? No, 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 no. They go to hollow earth, okay? Have you ever heard of a periscope? Okay, those sewer pipes are like a periscope you know what happens when aliens come out to play? They're looking at your butthole. They're putting probes in your butthole. They're all about the butthole, okay? The sewer pipes that are connected to your toilet are like a periscope down in hollow earth. The reptilian shape-shifting flat earth hollow world government are watching you go to the bathroom every single time. Okay, that's what that's where I don't know why. I'm not even going to try to tell you that right now. But I promise you that that's exactly what they're up to. You know, that's why we got an outhouse up here. That's why we got sawdust toilet in the house, you know? Because I'm not going to watch some sick 
shape-shifting reptilian watch me take a shit when I haven't even had my cup of coffee yet because you better believe I'm regular. I'll poop two to three times in the morning every day. You know, one time when Ghost Scout office guy was a cadet, he didn't shit for seven days. I was worried for his life, you know? That's strange. If you don't poop every day, you should be worried about your health. You know, you want to have be you want to be regular. I sit down, I drop it like boom, it's gone. I could sit down. I could you wouldn't even know I was there. I'd sit down. I'm it's like I'm doing a squat. I go one and I'm done. That's it. Just a squat like you're doing, like you're kind of count to two, but I didn't even need to count to two because I squatted, I took that shit, I wiped, I wiped it, I, mine's so clean, I get a ghost wipe almost every time. You know, you want to know where the name ghost shrimp came from, it actually came because I'm sitting there dropping a squatter, okay, I'm dropping a hot squat, that's what we call a little hot squat, I go, dude, I fucking wipe it in the upward motion, I got my TP in the hand right there, one wipe ready to go, drop the hot squat. As I'm coming up in the, in the same train motion, I'm wiping it, whoop, I'm wiping in an upward fashion, okay? You don't think a guy can get a UTI too if he wiped from the front? Daddy Ball Scout used to do that. That used to scare me as well. What if you wiped, he said sometimes he'd get shit on his nutsack. Okay, if you do that once, you change the practice, dude. Hello, okay? What if you wiped all the way up and it accidentally got in your dick hole and you got a UTI? That can happen to guys too, not just a feminine hygiene problem, okay? But I'm dropping a hot squat. I'm coming up. I'm wiping it up, you know? And my man Dad Squad, a.k.a. Louis Giacomo IV, you know what I'm saying? He's like, ghost wipe, you know, ghost wipe, you know, that's a ghost wipe. When you wipe and there's not even a mark on it, that's a fucking ghost wipe, okay? You ever take a ghost shit, you know, where you sit down and you take a shit in a water toilet in one of those hollow earth fucking pervert. It's like you're watching uh, the, it's like you're stepping into Times Square and whacking off in a fucking porn booth. That's basically what going to the bathroom in a water toilet is for those shape-shifting reptile aliens watching you do it. You ever take a shit and then you look and it has already gone down the pipe? That's a ghost shit. Okay, you know, they sucked it right down there to eat it. Okay, they like, that's what they live off of. Okay, did we just solve it? That's what this podcast is about. You know what I'm saying? And as I'm coming up, I'm wiping. He's like, ghost, ghost, wipe. You know, ghost, wipe. And then someone else is like, ghost shrimp. And I'm like, that sounds about right. And that's where the name comes from, you know? If you think there's one origin story to anything, y'all don't know about conspiracies yet. And we love conspiracies on the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. You know what I'm saying? We love it. We like it. You know that we just like it. I think that's about it, y'all. You know, that's about it from this fucking Brook podcast right now. We told the stories that we came to tell. Um, one last thing. <coughs> we, of course, have the shout-outs. We, of course, have the inspirational messages, the message of inclusion, you know, which, I mean, I do take that right out of church, don't I? 
you know, the message of inclusion. I guess all those Sundays spent in, in fucking church growing up, being bored to fucking death, wanting to fucking kill myself. Uh, maybe it was worth something. Thanks, thanks, Mom and Dad, for making me go to fucking Sunday school every day, even though I fucking already went to school five days a week at public school, at, at fucking elementary school, which is boring as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Kids, get out in the woods. Kids, play, play out in the woods. Children, uh, play, uh. Play out in the woods, uh-uh, children, uh, so that you can find dead animals in a motherfucking river, okay? That's what you're going to find. If you poke around long enough, you go out after the fucking storm was thrashing the forest, y'all going to find some fucking dead animals, and that shit's spooky as fuck, you know? Um, yeah, that's about it. Um, the one last thing I wanted to remind people of is, uh, we still only have five pre-orders for this Saraswati poster. So I'm going to say last call, you know, um, we need 10 pre-orders to cover the order. If there's not enough interest for 10 of these posters, then I'm probably not going to get them printed. So Last call, shout outs to anyone who wants to get a Saraswati poster now or in the future. You know what I'm saying? Signed and numbered. Okay, these are dope ass posters. Take a look at this illustration. You know, this is one of the dopest pieces I have ever done. Okay, um, of course, it's fully documented on the first full episode of Behind the Foreskin on the Uskin, uh, <laughs> on the Uskin channel, Behind the Foreskin with Ghost Shrimp on the YouTube channel. Um, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it out now. Um, so get that. If you want to get my space and out at the end of this podcast, I got to go get Wolfie from the bus. Speaking of throwing your children into school, you know, that's the way that it works. I have to throw my children into school too. I'm not smart enough. Homeschooling is a thing that a lot of people do around here. I'm not smart enough, nor, nor would our life function at all well if I tried to homeschool my children. You know, it'd be, I think that would be overdose. I'm already too intense of a person that if I fucking try to homeschool my children, I'll probably ruin their lives, man. You know, I'm, I'm smart and I'm smart enough to know what I don't know. That's what they say. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about it when he was going into school, but I was like, I'm going to let him see if he likes school. I'm not going to fuck with any other alternative until something until he tells me to, you know, one of the things being a very idealistic person, you have a tendency to think, you know, what's good for everybody, but I don't, you know, I want my children to become their own people. You know, they're already growing up in, 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 in my idealized setting, you know, in all that stuff. So I want to let them discover their shit on their own, you know, and I want to let you discover these posters, these Saraswati posters. So go to GoShroomGlobal.com. I like segue terribly in and out of these things. I'm like an anti-pitch machine. Um, check out the posters. Last call for real. Uh, I'll put it out on the on the social medias as well. But last call for pre-orders if you want this poster. We need five more to set it up. Um, so uh, get in your order if you want one. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all she wrote. That's murder she wrote. Um, I've been loving the Ono, Ross, and Carrie podcast lately. 
Um, what else? I watched the um, the the Wild Wild Country documentary on Netflix. Holy shit! Because um, I'm gonna be binge watching all the episodes of Adventure Time to work on a secret project that I'm that I'm doing soon that you're gonna love. Yo, I got so many secret projects in the works right now. It's insane. Because we got the projects on wax. We got the projects that I'm sharing and showing. We got secret projects, y'all. And they're juicy. You know, we got some juicy stuff coming down the pipe. This spring and summer are going to be very exciting. You know, it's going to be very exciting. Things are ramping up. Things are really taking shape. As I say to my wife... Almost every week. We've got a little life going for ourselves here, babe. We really do. So uh, let's see. Let's end it right there. I'm going to have to pick up Wolfie from the bus. There's the alarm right there. Ba-ba-ba-bam. Thank you. Um, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to come back and do my shout-outs and then get this podcast up on the Patreon, which you know gets that early access, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're going to cut it right here, and I will be back. All right, and we're back. I listened back over the over to, to see how the brook sounded on the podcast, and it actually sounded awesome in the beginning when we had the microphone set to pick up everything around. And then it got a little windy, so I was worried that it might be making the sound quality really bad so i switched it to just uh recording what was in front of the mic this is the yeti blue mic and uh, it's an awesome microphone by the way fully highly recommended for anybody looking for a podcast mic or whatever an affordable podcast microphone. Um, but uh, I flipped back just to just to see how that sounded with the brook, and uh, it was way better. We should have left it on the whole time. It sounded awesome, but now we know for the future. And uh, when I do record uh, outside here by the brook, we'll leave it on so you can hear the soothing sounds of the brook mixed with the agitating annoying sound of my voice and the repetitive messages that I send to you every week. But remember, in the repetition is the secret coding, sending you secrets from the future directly into your mind so that you can achieve your wildest dreams. You know what I'm saying? Um, so let's see, what do we got left here? We got shout outs, you know what I'm saying? We got the chat, 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 chat out. So of course, if you love this podcast, um, oh wait, let me say first, yo, first of all, let me apologize and shout out my man, Kevin Jackpool, you know, who also came out to the, the, um, the open house at Black Math Studios. He's from Boston. And he's my homie from the 12-week online group workshop. And I'm sure he's like, yo, what the fuck? Because I fucking left him out of the beginning. But shout-outs to Kevin Jackpool. Um, I'm just super stoned all the time. And sometimes I don't remember all the details. But I know he's a stoner too. So shout-out to the homie. He knows what I'm talking about. But he rolled through. 
and uh, it was awesome. Um, you know, from being in the workshop, we talk. Well, we talked. Uh, you know, every weekend for three months. You know, vid chatted. I vid chat every Sunday with the students for 20 to 30 minutes each, and uh, really get to know them. It's funny. Right when we saw each other, we we're like, "What's up? What's up?" We're both Celtics fans, and we we're just, you know. It, it just felt like we were old friends. It was really funny. Um, you know, we just kind of, you know, just uh, felt like we really knew each other because we do. So it goes to the power of the 12-week online group workshop and, and bonding over that creative shit. So big shout-out to my man, Kevin Jack Poole. You are not forgotten, my friend. You are never forgotten, even though I forgot you. In the beginning of the podcast. Um, and, and apologies to anybody else who I forgot. Who else did I forget? Michelle, Kevin Jackpool, my little brother Chris James, um, Shambay, Shambay, Shambay. I'm trying to think. Did anybody else roll through? Uh, obviously, Jacob Witzling, who I said. Um, check his Instagram out. Wildly popular. 122,000 followers on instagram my man is killing the game you know what i'm saying we used to hang out we talked about my man jacob hamby aka jacob witzling uh on the on the podcast with daddy ball scout um you know going over to his house after school Uh oh the wind is whipping here going over to his house after school from from the dollar store and drawing with my man Daddy Ball Scout and shit when he was living with them when their mom was gone. So the OGs. It's so much fun to connect with the old with the old friends who have known you since before you were doing anything. Me and him were were laughing about it. I was like, dude, we were hanging out when we didn't know anything about anything. Like we were just high school kids running around trying to do our thing, and we were hanging out and having a great time. And now we're both adults pursuing our destiny accomplishing our goals you know what i'm saying writing our own ticket that's the name of the game we were we were we were, we were brainstorming on the on on our respective schemes you know and 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 some possible future overlap with our enter with our with our individual enterprises which is amazing love seeing my homies do well you know but uh, yeah, big shout out to Kevin Jackpool to start the shout outs today. Um, and then uh, of course we got the if if you if you support this podcast, if you look forward to this podcast every week, um, head over to Patreon.com/slash/GoShrimp and show some love uh, in the form of you peel off one dollar per episode, you get early access to every episode of the podcast two-day early access and then if you throw down two dollars per episode you get the shout out you get the juicy beef stew shout outs on this thing wolfie's here floating boats down the river now so i'm trying to use my good language i'm trying not to swear here anymore talk about things that maybe only adults should talk about not in front of their six-year-old children this is a podcast for grown-ups you know um, but uh, go over to patreon.com slash go shrimp, you know, sign up for, you know, that's a new thing today. You know, said you know what I'm saying. It's just, it's always forming and evolving and melding. I don't even know where it came from. I don't even know what's happening to me right now. I'm changing all the time. Maybe I did so much brain damage at that party 
that now I'm turning into a different person because we went hard. Let me tell you, we went hard. They had an open bar, and I don't do well with those because my frugal New England sensibility, I, I'm trying to store up for the winter, you know what I'm saying? But it's the springtime, and you can't even store alcohol for the winter. So sometimes I have a hard time with those, but, uh, but we kept it classy. We enjoyed it. You know, I brought the greens through, too. You know, we were mixing it up, having a great old time. They put me up in a swanky hotel. Me and my brother crashed out in there afterwards. And then I had a very long drive back to Vermont the next day. You know, very tired, but glad to get out of Boston because driving in Boston is a crapshoot. You know, it's like driving in a pinball game. But uh, very confusing, very hectic. I like driving on these back country dirt roads you know that's how i like to do it uh but go go get yourself a go buy yourself a shout out at the podcast uh at the patreon at the patreon for the podcast um truly it's like the fan club if you if you love my work um the patreon is a place where you can support the podcast support me um and get uh you know get the behind the scenes action as well you know, I've been doing the behind the foreskin mini so everybody can see the drawing process, see the creative process. We're going to be doing some paranormal investigations out here in the woods uh, on the upcoming episode. We're going to be maybe trying to solve the crime of all these knocked down trees because I think aliens might have had something to do with it. I think aliens might have been here knocking down some of these trees. So me and my partner, Wolf Bandit, are going to go do some investigations. What do you think? You think aliens knocked down some of these trees? Yeah. You were here for the, for the, for the, come here, tell the, here, get on this podcast. Come on over here. You were here for the storm. Do you think that it was just a storm? Or, hold on, don't bang on the table because it'll sound loud in the microphone. Do you think that it's just a storm that happened? Or do you think maybe it was a storm full of aliens sent by the government trying to trying to get us? What do you think? Oh, aliens sent by the government. Oh, dude, you got to talk into the mic. Talk it talk this way. What do you think? Say it loud. Use your big voice. This is podcast. You got to go. See how I talk on the podcast? I go blah 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 blah. You got to you got to shout. You got to shout it out so the people can hear you. Say it. Say it right here. Say it this way. What do you think? What do you think, Wolf Bandit? What do you think happened that night? Alien, um, um, we're trying to knock down trees. Oh my God! What do you think they were after? What do you think they were here for? I don't know. You don't know? think the government maybe sent some aliens to try to try to stop this podcast from happening stop the truth getting out to the people to live your dreams yeah trying to get everybody to live their life based on their most passionate interests yes yeah because the government just wants <laughs> you to make money so you can give it to them but maybe there's you think there's more to life than money yeah. What do you think life is about? Give the people, let the people know. What do you think life is about? Um, What's the point of being a, a human being, a creative animal in an infinite universe? What's the point? What are we here to do? Um, to learn more about the earth and have fun. Oh, I like that. To learn more about the earth and have fun. That sounds like something maybe you saw in Wildcrats. 
Talk about wild, wild crats. Wild, wild, wild crats. You love that show? Yeah. All right. All right, cool. I'm going to give some shout outs. Thank you, buddy. All right, Wolf Bandit, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. We're all jumping up on that podcast, giving you the definitive scoop. You know, eyewitness reports that this was aliens. You know, we're already peeling back the layers of this blooming onion foreskin. You know, we're getting to the bottom of this. Um, so let's see. So these are the people that supported the last episode of the podcast. The previous episode, which was episode 35, I believe. Um, so everybody who supported that podcast is about to get their shout out. And at the top of the list, coming in at $5 per podcast, we've got my man, Johan Elverby. That's a tough one. Oh, these feel good outside. These big shout outs, they feel good outside, you know. Uh, another $5 per podcast contributor, my girl from the 12-week online group workshop, Sarah Ball. Oh, I know that beef stew government can hear that. The government doesn't want you to get beef stew, but we're giving out the beef stew today on this podcast. You got to eat that pot. You got to eat that podcast. You got to eat that beef stew up. Um, another, let's see, what do we got? Coming in at $3 per podcast, we've got Zeta. Get that pot. Get that beef stew. Get that beef stew. Another $3 per podcast contributor. We got my man, Raphael Tegel. You might be able to hear these out there. If you listen hard enough, you might be able to hear these podcasts out there in the world because we are shouting it down from the mountain here, people. Uh, another, let's see, we got another one of the homies, my man, Daniel Foothead coming in at $2 per podcast, the level where you get a shout out, you know what I'm saying? $2 per pod, my man Sports Magic is supporting the podcast, showing the love. He's going to be here in about three weeks to start his very first scout in residence, three-month residency. You know, the, the Go Scout Summit pops off on the first weekend in June. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll do a live podcast from, uh, from the, maybe we'll do a podcast right here by the brook in the VIP section during the, during the summit. All Go Scouts are invited to come camp out for a week and celebrate being a Go Scout. Because it's glorious, you know, up in the Ghost Shrimp National Forest. So if you are a Ghost Scout, get over here. And if you aren't a Ghost Scout yet, don't dilly-dally. Apply right now because the, because the applications are due June 1st. The same weekend, the applications are due. We are going to be picking the 2018 roster, the Year 7 roster, and making the announcement, so we're gonna make some people very happy. If you are an international applicant, um, get it in like right now, and if you've already applied, uh, stay tuned. You're gonna be hearing soon about early acceptance, okay? Uh, we've got a big beef stew. Shout out going to Uncle Terry. Shout outs 
Beef Stew, we got another shout out going to Hollywood Hotshot, Mark Osborne, director of Kung Fu Panda and the Little Prince, younger brother of Mark Osborne, who is going to be our neighbor next week. Ken Osborne is arriving in Vermont to, uh, to reclaim his residency as a Vermont human being as a forest human being he's leaving the city behind and uh you know he's gonna make his third appearance on this podcast we'll be sitting by this very brook and uh could very well be that the next episode you hear will be the return of the prodigal osborne kent osborne that's gonna be glorious um let's see who else we got we got oh the reigning defending Year six, Go Scout Training Camp, Camp Champion, Beard Lips. Who got his name from Wolf Bandit, right? Did you give him the Beard Lips name? Yeah. Yep, yeah, you did. What was the other name? You remember the other one you named him? No. Robot Face. All right, John Mansfield. He's going to be making the trophy for the... For the year seven camp champion, and that could be anybody. That could be you. All right, but you got to apply. GoShrimpGlobal.com. Another Go Scout. I think we're seeing her at the summit. You know what I'm talking about. Go Scout computer person, a.k.a. Lermy. Big shout outs. Uh, big shout outs going to Johnny Glines from the 12 week online group workshop. Oh, from Denmark, we got a shout out going to Try Man Hunt. Big shout out. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Get yourself some beef stew, my friend. Uh, big shout out to another workshop alumni, Alexi Giroux. Thank you for supporting the last episode of the podcast, the previous episode, I should say. Big shout out to Arguably Art, who posted and tagged me, I believe. Am I right or am I wrong here? Am I right or am I wrong? I believe Arguably Art posted up some podcast inspired artwork and tagged me in it on Instagram and I feel like I saw this. Was I dreaming or was it real? Sometimes it's very hard to tell. Maybe the dream is the reality. Maybe we'll never know. Big shout out to Erica Melhouse over at the Norway Brewing Company in Norway, Maine. Um, I did the beer label for them last week. That was awesome. That was wicked awesome, kid. Thank you for that job. Hopefully the first of many. You know, I'd love to work with their crew. It's her and her husband and their son and their the food that they, again, I cannot stress enough how much you want to follow them on Instagram because the food that they post makes my mouth water and makes my butthole water. You know what I'm saying? Wolf knows what I'm. Wolf definitely knows what I'm talking about. Does your butthole ever water? No. What about when you have diarrhea? Yeah. Yep. See, I got gotcha. you. I know. Your dad knows. Your old dad knows a thing or two. 
Uh, big shout out to your favorite stop motion animator and mine, Anthony Scott. Uh oh, listen to that. I hear a plane coming over. I think it's the government. They're trying to spy on us right now. They're trying to jam the frequencies of this podcast. I can hear a plane off in the distance with this high-powered microphone. Can you hear the plane? No. Oh, I can hear it through, through the mic. I don't know if they'll be able to hear it. Um, yep, Anthony Scott, shout out, shout out. Get yourself some beef stew, my friend. Uh, he has a great episode on this very podcast. Big shout out to Wastezoid. Get yourself some beef stew. Uh, big shout out going to jo- <laughs> Jawan. Jawan Howard. That would be awesome. Jawan Gordon. Big shout outs, my friend. Get yourself some beef stew. Uh, big shout out to uh, workshop alumni and uh, I think we're, uh, we're, we're waiting for his Go Scout training camp application. Chris Murray! Get that application in, dude. Uh, big shout out to Michael Broncado! Get yourself a bathtub full of beef stew. Wolfie, would you want to take a bath in beef stew? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Because you can have a snack and a bath at the same time. Genius. Uh, big shout out to Otto Heaney Illustration. Uh, big shout out to Chris Wynn. Uh, how do you how do you pronounce the end at the end? End. Shout out to Chris Wynn. Uh, shout out to Steve Meyer. No, damn it, I always mess up his name. Steve Winfield Meyer. Big shout outs. Uh, big shout outs to Spook. <laughs> That's another funny one. Big shout out to Spook Novel. Some words are harder to like shout loudly and still be harder to or easy to hear. Big shout out going to Khalil Fry. Big shout out to Jesse Kukuka Donnie. We're just hooting and hollering out here in the woods. Big shout out to Alejandro Fuentes. Sorry, now I'm bobbing back and forth. I'm trying to read. There's glare on the computer screen and I'm moving back and forth. This probably sounds terrible. Alejandro Fuentes, big shout out. Los Focos, uh, who uh, took the 12-week online group workshop. He's an alumni as well. This is action-packed with alumni. Um... Big, I'm banging the table. This is amateur hour. I got to get better at doing these outdoor podcasts. I'm not used to all this glorious doing them outside and in uh, in the in in all of nature's glory. Uh, big shout out to Alec Rod. Shouting like this, I feel like they're gonna walk over the hilltop. I feel like shouting their names. I feel like they're gonna start to show up out of the woods here. What if Foothead just walked out when we called them? 
<laughs> he will be pretty soon. I'll be doing shout outs down here and he'll think I'm calling him and he'll come down. He'll come running. Uh, and last but not least, big beef stew shout out to Ethan Worthington. So big thanks to everybody who supported the previous episode of the Ghost Shrimp and Friends podcast. Uh, and to get your shout out, go on and support the the next episode or every episode or as many episodes as you want at the $2 and up level. And I will be shouting your name in the middle of the Ghost Shrimp National Forest and it will be awesome. Let's see. Are we going here? Are we still going? Oh good, thank God. Wait, say what? Say it again? Yeah, if you took a bath in beef stew, you would smell like beef stew. That is that is very true. That's some deep philosophy. If I took a bath in beef stew, I would smell like beef stew. Would you would you dream about beef stew, you think, that night? Probably. Oh, that sounds good. I don't know if I've ever even dreamed about beef stew. I would love that. What's your favorite stew or soup? Is it beef stew? Yeah. You love beef stew. How much do we eat beef stew? What? How often do we eat beef stew? Barely? What? You're gonna blow it up here. People are people are gonna think this is a scam. We eat beef stew all the time. We love beef stew. My God. You turn around and they stab you in the back. Your kids just grow up and they stab you in the back with a knife and an axe. Um so as always when you're out there, you know what I'm saying? Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, where are we going? We're getting ahead of ourselves here. Make sure that you use this week. Okay, as every week, every day, you want to pursue your goals, set some goals for yourself, work on the vision of who you want to be, what you want to be doing with your life, the things you love to do the most, you know what I'm saying, where you want to be, you want to be doing a podcast by the brook, because I do, and that's why I'm here doing it. You know, I had a vision of all this stuff, planned it out, one day at a time, setting those goals, you could live your dream life. Your dream life is just a matter of getting the ideas and pursuing them, using your intuition. You know, this is what we were talking about in Boston at Black Math this past weekend on Friday, getting getting the crowd hyped up. Big shout out to anybody who was at that talk, did not know me, and is now listening to this episode of the podcast. If you, if you heard that and you subscribed and you came in and, and you're looking for more, big shout outs to you. You know what I'm saying? Definitely subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast. Go to iTunes. Give a five-star review of this podcast so we can keep pumping up the jams. You know, that's what, that's how we do it. That's what we want to do every week. Keep the podcast rolling. Keep the crowd hyped. That's what I'm good at. So let's keep it going. You know, we're growing this Patreon community. It's super, super awesome. So... Set your goals because your dream life is achievable. You know, it takes a lot of years. Um, you know, I started doing my cabin in 2005, 2005-ish, my first cabin, and then really realized I wanted to live this homesteading dream, picturing being right here with my son, hanging out in the brook, you know, really wanting this to be what my life was about. And uh, it took, you know, five, six years of hard work and, and consistency and professionalism 
and 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 pushing and trying to do my best and and all that you know all the things we talked about to make that dream come true so it doesn't happen overnight it's not like you get the vision and then boom a minute later you know you're living that dream it takes years of consistent dedication but it is very 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 possible you know and in fact it's plausible if that's what you really want to do and you put everything into it it is very plausible that it's going to work out you don't know exactly what it's going to be like i didn't know exactly what it was going to be like but this was the general vision you know of course I thought our house would be done right away you know but that's okay the dream could take as long as you want because I'm living inside of the dream that's the beauty of it once you get inside the dream it could take as long as it wants because you're living the dream every day you know I get to do what I want every day out here in the forest with my family that's the dream drawing smoking chilling hunting fishing hiking ghost gals everything it's all here you know, so set your goals, get your get your uh, weekly planner out, plan out your week, plan out next week. You know what I'm saying? Work hard today, do some stuff today that's going to that's going to make you happy and fulfilled and feeling productive and then set you up for an even better tomorrow. You know, get up and do it again tomorrow. That's what you want to do. Have a good productive day, set yourself up for more success tomorrow. You know, success is not a destination. Okay, I'm not successful right now. I am preparing for success right now. I am living in a state of preparation for success and therefore I am always living a successful lifestyle. You know, I'm always prepared to be successful every day. I'm setting myself up for it. Okay, with everything in my lifestyle. Wow, that sounds these these sound waves are looking insane on this thing. Oh, I guess it's cuz of the consistency of the brook. Whoa, that's crazy. I can see the, the pattern of the brook in the sound wave almost. Uh, hopefully this is, this, this looks insane. Hopefully it's sounding okay. Anyway, um, and as always, when you're out there doing your thing, while you're out there living your dream, you know, make sure that you are taking a moment to set an example for other people, to inspire the people around you, you know, work work in something in your lifestyle in your life that that encourages other people to follow their dreams too because that's the world we want to live in a place where people are pursuing their dreams where they are happy and engaged and fulfilled because you know what those are the type of people I don't want any drama in my life I want to simplify my life I want to streamline it I want to get rid of all the drama you know I'm not starting beef with anybody I'm, I'm letting go of all my old grudges. You know what I'm saying? I don't hold old grudges. You know, if, if I have beef with someone in the past, maybe I don't want to have a friendship with them, but I certainly am not, not mad at them anymore. I make peace with that, you know? You got to make peace to move forward, you know? That's what happy people do. The people that want drama, that hold grudges, that's because they're not happy and they're exercising their unhappiness and their frustration and their stress and their anxiety about the stuff in their daily life. They're letting that perpetuate in their grudges and their political beliefs and their, their, their racial beliefs and all that stuff. That's all BS. I don't even believe it. You know, we're all just human beings. We're all creative animals in an infinite universe trying to trying to trying to be happy and productive. That is what life is about, you know? You know what I'm saying? So, with that in mind, go out there, you know, accomplish your goals this week. Encourage other people to accomplish their goals 
and just have a really productive and happy week. You know what I'm saying? And I will talk to you next week, all right? Peace out.